0: And creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets terms. Look, man. Oh, I see wow. oh, my Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes, goodness. Oh, wow. yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong, Las Cultureistas calling, and you're sort of joining us mid discussion. Bowen I can feel summer summer. well first of all can we get tactile let's get tactile because we're we're in in the same place we're in the same place we're touching (laughs) and we're loving this place we love engineer Kathleen who by the way has a Grammy she's a Grammy winner she's a Grammy winner and not to be confused with the two Grammys that are sitting on her desk over there there's two Grammys they're not even hers they're not even hers she's just she said to us mine's at home not to brag and I was like no brag no brag if I ever win a Grammy forget it forget it every conversation I'm starting my Grammy's at home (laughs) Not to brag, not to brag, but to brag. Okay, well, well, we were in discussion on something. First, let me quickly yeah. say that I am still glowing. You know when you're an audience oh, member and you glow from a performance. I'm still glowing from one of the preliminary shows for Have You Heard of Christmas? Matt's Christmas special. That's gonna be. You can't say. Oh, I can't say. Okay, we'll cut that. We'll we're cut. gonna beep. We're gonna bleep it out. We're gonna bleep it out. Um, I, I saw Matt's show. At Joe's Pub. Last I'm doing a show. We can't necessarily say explicitly what it is in detail, but if you follow context clues, you can understand. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I, been working on a project. The Katies are sleuths, after all. <laughs> um, and. I just... You were fantastic, Thank man. you. I was thinking I'm about so it this happy. morning. You, and and Bowen and Yang flew up to be able to see it, and that was very kind. I just... I, I couldn't miss it for the world, because I can't, my my can't go to the taping, unfortunately. No. There's a taping. There's a taping. I'm I'm, I'm revealing too much. It's okay. <laughs> Honestly, like, I have something exciting coming out at the end of the year. It's kind of a, a big deal for me, and my sister came up to support, and it it is truly... It was truly Sister Support, capital, capital was S- Sister capital Support, capital, S- capital, S- S- capital, capital And I was so 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 happy thrilled it's i was in the presence of true talent it was fantastic anyway Queena, um you were talking about bowen feels summer slipping slipping through my fingers well because i wanted i kind of pressured matt into going out for a little dancing tonight yeah because we're in the same town for one more day, and then who knows when the next time we'll see each other will be. Oh yeah, I guess it's gonna be a while, huh? It's gonna be that. That's why I pushed for it. Okay, I understand. So anyway, but I feel summer slipping through my fingers, and I am a little anxious because I have like back to school anxiety coming, coming. I forgot soon. that it's different for you for that reason. So then, what, what's your argument? What's your <laughs> well? POV? I've been over summer since prior Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but also, it was you know what? I don't have the same relationship to summer ending, because you have very much a primetime television schedule, which is very back-to-school vibes. It's just collegiate. It's a collegiate schedule. (laughs) Whereas my schedule is more loosey-goosey. I only have a regimented schedule for eight weeks of the year. So nice. It's lovely. So nice. I do love it. Oh my god. But you know what, though? Um, It's not that that I don't love summer. It's just that... um, I and I I'm so tired. I'm so sick of myself saying this, but I've spent so much summer in New York. Yes. And I just don't enjoy it here I in the understand. summer. Period. I understand, girl. But love being here for the reasons that I'm here. I love performing. I've been performing. I I reconnect with my lifeblood, sis. I know, sis. Um, well, uh, let's just agree to disagree I, agree, I will, agree to disagree on the concept of summer on the concept of summer I do have to make a couple of apologies <laughs> oh I know this is a public apology episode I, in fact the title of ep- is public apology, public apology. um I, for one, I was very stupid in thinking that the breastfeeding room at the Delta Sky Club was a fuck room. Um, many, many, many Katie's informed me <laughs> that those rooms are for nursing nursing parents. I thought you knew that they were for nursing parents <laughs> I, and you were being glib and making a joke. at the back, You were being knowingly glib. No, a word I'm no, pretending to know what it means. You know what? I, I think the, the narrative for me this summer is that I'm stupid. <laughs> no, Bowen. I'm stupid. I... False yeah, society is really falling apart if Bon Yang is no, admittedly no, no. stupid. I don't know. Oh, no, I'm just taking accountability. The, 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 that, that is something I have to apologize for. I do have to apologize for my fr- frittata. I don't think so, honey. Because the reason why they don't do scrambled <laughs> eggs is because it's hard to make scrambled eggs look fluffy for a long period of time if they go untouched. I have breaking news about this. What? So someone who works in design for Delta Sky Club oh my God. got in my DMs. They're a Katie? Yes. And she said, I want to tell you that I work in like furniture and design and stuff like that. And She so makes I, the little triangle chairs. And, and or whatever so like. she said, I hope you enjoy what I do. And I said, I do very much. Yes. Oh my God. And she said, I just want to let you know, you could tell Bowen the concern was heard and <gasps> it happened on a good day because there's a meeting later. What? I am not kidding. You had an impact. Oh my God. No, but I'm here to maybe rescind that. I don't think so, honey. No, don't. Because I don't want to know the quote that she said was, it did not fall on deaf ears. Well, that's very nice to hear. And, you know, we love Delta. Really the, the queen of airlines. Oh, this actually roller culture number forty-three. Delta, Delta is, is the queen of, of airlines, airlines. Um, but I, I have heard from people in the service industry mm-hmm. who work with eggs specifically. <laughs> it's hard to <laughs> make egg girls. It's hard to make scrambled eggs look appetizing for if they're just sitting out there and no yeah. one's touching them. Yeah. I mean, also, like, I don't know about you, but I, I'm not a picky eater, really. Mm. But with scrambled eggs, if there's even, I can't even explain. It's like an intangible. But like, if they're a little bit off, mm-hmm. I opt out, and I will go for like a pastry or something. Absolutely, or always a sausage patty. Always a sausage patty. Finally, oh, this I, is a joint apology. This I know what is this a is. joint apology. Yeah. We put forth the theory that Beyoncé hates Lizzo because Lizzo was not mentioned in the Queen's remix of Break My Soul, when in fact she was absolutely name-checked. We heard this through a friend. We, mm-hmm. won't, we won't name no, him. No, it was Matt Whitaker. It was Matt So Whittaker. basically, I demanded. So Bowen is apologizing, and and I will be a part of this apology because we are the ones that propagated this on the podcast. Last but couple we did not originate it. We did not. Basically, our friend Matt Whitaker said he feels and he is a part of the beehive perhaps even more so than us i think he's the biggest beehive member that we know did you know that for all the grigios which is what they call the friend group i have in la yes. uh, one year for christmas it was the covid christmas and what i got for all of them was i got them all coasters with their favorite so, person that so they thoughtful. stand so like for my friend gus i got him patty lapone for jared i got him like like eight like all Taylor Swift albums. Right. Oh my God. I love those coasters. Yeah, those were those. those were really clutch. Uh-huh. So et cetera, et cetera. I think um Lewis, I got Madonna. Mm. And so um for, for Matt Whitaker, I got him Beyonce ones so because I know good. he's in the hive. And it's that iconic, like, it's like yellow. She's in like a yellow getup. It's like Carmen San Diego, but yellow on a black coaster. Really good. Wow, excellent. So excellent. he is, to, to say the least, Beyonce Hive. And he said to us, the theory that Beyonce hates Lizzo because Lizzo wasn't in the Queen's remix, and so we took that word as bond. We took that word as bond, and then we confronted Whitaker on this, and he refused to apologize. I asked for him to send in a taped apology, and he has yet to do so. He won't. He won't do it. I don't think he will. He said that. The theory originated from the fact that Lizzo was on carpal karaoke and told James Corden that she loves Beyoncé, but that she's never met her. And the fact that they're both Houston natives and that Beyonce has not reached out to Lizzo means that Beyonce has some has some animus. I don't think that's possibly true. I because then remember, it's not. Beyonce did post a happy birthday, Lizzo, Instagram. I just feel so humiliated. I'm humiliated too. We share our humiliation. We share humiliation. I do want to just make it clear because mm-hmm. some people seem to interpret our discussion of renaissance last week as tepid. It was as if we entered the country with derringers because some of these kids can turned into terrorists. Period. Period. And you want to, what do you want to say about this? I just, it's one of those things where I don't want to talk about it too much because it's like, oh, you heard something completely different. Than we intended. Then not even, it's not even the intention. It's literally what was said where we literally said it's, Truly, the best album of the year. To be clear, it's the best album of the year, and nothing I, will beat it. Oh, absolutely! No, for me, I have like I've had it on repeat. I think you know what happened. I think that we've obviously like marinated in it so, and felt that the takes on it have all been given, yes. and then we recorded that episode right after the Chromatica Ball, a concert that we waited for for two years and a half, uh, two and a half years, <laughs> and then we got to go, and it was so great and so exciting, and we were with someone that had gone, yes. that we sort of got into the gaga of it all, and of course, the Taylor of it all really took off because Cody had those, you know, controversial, to say the thoughts. least, thoughts about Taylor, but l- make no mistake, ask getting thicker, stomping the streets oh my to God. Renaissance, like, don't make no mistake. Make no mistake. I just wanted to make that clear, Yeah, and that's all. I just Renaissance is. I mean, to say that it's a peak of my personal life, of Bowen's personal life, is is putting it mildly. We absolutely stand. We are in the beehive. I mean, and let's not even get into it. Like we had, we had one beloved reader, and actually, you know, Bowen and I both responded to this Insta post because this reader was like, "Wow, maybe y'all should have not talked about Renaissance at all." And I was like, "Wow, that was not that was not that was not the feeling. What we that was not what we thought." But if that was this being the public apology episode, if that was the if that was the the vibe that we got put off mm-hmm. into the energy into the universe mm-hmm. because of Renaissance, let's just all be on the same page. No. No. Absolutely. We're all grooving like virgos to this one. Oh my god. Period. 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 We've been delivered deadass. deadass.com. <laughs> I feel sorry for these girls. I just want to say that <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. And
1: I feel so sorry, sorry for, for these girls.
0: <laughs> and we're sleeping real good at night. Oh my God. What are you uh, thinking of apologizing for next? Hmm. The, 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 we're not doing this the whole episode, by the no, way. No, I just want to, I, I do feel that, that we ha- we were contrite and now I refuse to be contrite again. Yeah. No, I'm mm-hmm. good. Okay. I've I apologized for everything. I feel I need to apologize for, and if I do anything on this episode that is apology worthy, I won't. I won't apologize no, for it later. <laughs> no, this is this is the designated time. Also, now nauseated the, by the apologies. This is the turn where we get to kind of take some people to task. Uh oh, where um, honesty zone is at this time done. We're not doing any more Honesty Zones. Because it's getting dangerous. It's, well, it's. it's <laughs> I love that it's dangerous, but some of these some of these Katie's are recording the damn lives. Yeah, it's in bad faith. And that's, that's not, that's, I will say that was not a rule that we did not come out and say, please don't record this because that would sound so sus and weird, but it, it kind of, I don't know. I think Honesty Zone is honor system. I mean, in the words of the Countess, don't be all uncool. Don't, don't be, be like, recording live. Don't be all, like, uncool. I mean, look, here's what I'll say. Let's just make a pact, you and I. Yes. Let's get tactile for a second. For now on, everything's the honesty Everything's zone. the honesty. I don't need a zone for honesty. I brought up the honesty zone of my therapist. You did? Because I need to reevaluate my relationship with honesty. Okay. And I need to, like, really write about honesty. He wants me to write about honesty, and I feel like, you know, I've used... Little white lies as like things to obfuscate mm-hmm. reality for mm-hmm. like a very long time, mm-hmm. and that we work in a business where you kind of have to smile and say, No, everything's great, right? Or yeah. you know, kind mm-hmm. of use subterfuge, deceit, lies, yes, little white lies, little white lies to sort of navigate. And uh, yeah, shooting this project was amazing, every day was a dream. There you go, there you go, there you go. No. <laughs> I love it. So I'm going to try to be more honest. Can I say something about therapy? Yes. Are you really loving your therapist? I. We hit uh, a little saggy era. I think. Was it because you felt that there was not much to talk about, or because you weren't connecting in terms of you feel he wasn't helping? I feel like there wasn't much to talk about, but lately there's been plenty to go through, and I think Mm. he's real. He's truly the smartest person I've met besides you and Sudi. Girl, that's not Uh, girl. Well, <laughs> you know that I, I don't know if the readers know this. Yes. Oh, I just said readers. Okay. Can I say something? Yeah. It seems like the readers, Katie's publicist, et cetera, are rejecting Katie. Katie's, Katie's, the spelling or the, the whole name. I don't know. It just feels like there's some hesitance to be called Katie's. That's I fine. say, let's just try it out for the rest of the month. Let's just try it See out. See what feels Katie's. We're trying to like evolve as a podcast, not evolve, but just like we're trying to keep it fun. We have to just, it's a Renaissance era. <laughs> Y'all, we've been doing this for like six and a half years. We have to change. We, we have, got to, to, we have tr- to switch it up. We have to be like the queen of reinvention. Say it with me. Christina Madonna. Aguilera. All right. So I don't know if the Katie's know this. Mm-hmm. I have two therapists. That's right. Which I at first shocked me, but I kind of love as long as it's working for you. It is because, okay, so this is how it started. Which is not uncommon, by the way. Multiple, many people I know have multiple therapists. All right. So that makes me feel better yeah. because I feel as though, so basically what happened was I started therapy, and what I'm told is you're supposed to sort of Speed date. date your yeah, therapist. Yeah. You know? Like, you have a couple sessions, and then one of them will sort of surge to the front of the pack. Mm-hmm. I love them both. That's amazing. And one of them is very, it's like... It's giving thruple. It's giving thruple. Mm-hmm. and But well, they don't know about each other. Well, and I have a feeling like, when is it going to come up? It's giving double-blind thruple. Very that. It's giving deceit. <laughs> That's a, no, it's not. I don't not. think it is, though. Do I you think, think either of them would sort of... I don't know clutch their pearls if you told them so they're different so one of them is very like eagle rock like crystal vibes there's a pillow that says beautiful you know what I mean it's like and I feel more emotional with her Mm -hmm. and then the other one is more clinical ask questions I love it queer woman you know what I mean I love that you have both I have and also like I I see them both uh Mm bi-weekly so I schedule them on uh I see one one week and then another the other week. So it's like I go weekly, but with the other one, I option off and on. And it's not like I'm working on one particular issue in my life that I need to have a through line with either of them. It's kind of just like I sit down to therapy and I talk and what comes up gets discussed. So in that way, it's not rubbing. It's not rubbing, it's not bumping, but do you ever find yourself on certain weeks where you have Eagle Rock Lady and you're like, I wish I had Clinical Queer? Never. We, I'm wow. always excited to see either one of them. Amazing. Then, yeah. Then, I, then there's no notes. Then keep I doing have it. No, no I'm just going to keep doing it because it's feeling good. And if you're paying weekly anyway, if you're mm-hmm. paying like roughly the same as you would if you were to see one therapist weekly, then why not? I will say one of them is much more expensive than the other. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. No, it's fine. And it's interesting that the one is more expensive than the other. Anyway, I probably shouldn't be talking oh, about this. No, what, I, don't, I don't. Okay, so get this. This is an interesting thing. So one therapist says to me, I want you to know I watch your series. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, thank you for watching. And she goes, yeah, I think you're great. I think it's really good. I watch it with my wife. And then she goes, about four or five weeks later, she said, so me and my wife were watching Fire Island. Uh-huh. And she said, isn't that that actor from the show? And this, she my th- can't. She can't and break my HIPAA. therapist said, "Oh yeah, I guess that is." And she's like, "I had to pretend like I didn't know you." And I was like, "Wait, mm. so you have you? You can't even be honest with your partner about like, oh yeah, I have that person in therapy." And she goes, "No, that would be breaking, I guess, the code or whatever." And I was like, "That's crazy." I would not be able to keep that secret, and that's why you're not a therapist, honey. Honey, big mouth, big mouth. I apologize for being sort of like I think I just gasped when you told me a couple weeks. ago. I was like, wait, what? But this makes total sense. What to about me. the two therapists? About having two? I'm obsessed with therapy, and you know what show you need to watch? Did oh my, my god, god, you about told me this? couples therapy. Couples therapy on Showtime. Oh my with, god, with the Queen Orna Goralnik. Orna. I mean, come on. This woman is not only a great therapist and the way that they do the camera setup if any readers or Katie's whatever you guys are comfortable being called um, watch this show you know what I'm saying like it's just an actual therapy session because the cameras are back behind the walls uh-huh. so it can you can really just watch them be yes. in the therapy session um, but this woman is not only a great therapist but pops on cam she's like a Robin Weigert very much that very that wow congratulations mm. you really are a coach or used for saying have... Robin Weigert <laughs>
1: thank you I mean she's
0: played multiple therapists I guess you're right in Big Little Lies and then in something else recently that's come out oh my god wow well, yeah I totally forgot about she Big was, she she was in something else where she was I was like oh okay this is this is type I guess yeah yeah wow yeah I mean uh, that soft lighting in her office She's so, but her voice is so perfect Celeste <laughs> I can't even remember longer. you have to leave him <laughs> That was what an iconic (laughs) show. What an iconic show. Oh my God. Oh my God. One of the nominees for Best News We Heard, Big Little Eye Season 2. I know. She was, she should have been in it. It was missing her. Oh, she was. She was in it, but it wasn't, I mean, it didn't have the engine to like involve her as much. Yeah. Yeah. Like Nicole was still seeing her, but it wasn't, there wasn't like the urgency. Right. Right. Which I could kind of say for the whole second season, it kind of became a soap. And I love soaps. We love soaps. I've been a morning show viewer. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst.
1: Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet
0: Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get... Titanic, A campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at TitanicMusical.com. Do you want to talk about morning show? I feel like, I feel like we've, we've, we've. The only big on news it. I've heard is that John Hamm is added to the cast as a. Great. And, and someone who works in production contacted me and was like, and this is what they said. <gasps> they said, I want you to know. The third graders are working overtime <laughs> on the season. My God. <laughs> I'm so excited. The third graders are on set this season. Yeah, the third graders are on set <laughs> doing a live punch up. Doing live punch up. John Ham demanded it. John Ham John John is a Katie and demanded <laughs> it. And then the third graders are like, literally like boots yeah. on the ground producing mm-hmm. just being like no 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 we let's actually like strike this put that in there do that through this oh my god i love it so i just voted for the emmys yes and who did you vote well, we'll, well i voted for you okay you didn't have to i voted for you, you my sister thank you my thank you thank you so much and i have to say um when i got to lead actress drama and i saw bradley jackson on the damn ballot check that i box. almost clicked it no who i did voted did for vote melanie for? I voted for Melanie, too. Oh, my God. I hope she wins. I hope so, too. But that's a stacked category. I think Zendaya Zendaya. Zendaya. Zendaya might do it again. Yeah. Um, There's buzz around Melanie, though. And you have to remember, those working actresses, like, everybody loves them. Everybody loves them. The industry respects the hell out of them. I actually think Melanie's going to win in a landslide. I can't wait. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, the, the, like, if you want to call them precursors, I guess, but, like, she's won so many of the awards. Well, we were there when she won the Critics', Critics Choice. Choice. And she won Hollywood Critics' Association. Yes. A different... Criti- a different... As- Was that the, the HCA or whatever? HCA. Yeah. I got nominated, but I don't. I didn't get invited to the, the ceremony, I don't think. And you lost. And I lost. Sorry about that. That's okay. I'm so sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. I... It's... I, I'm... <laughs> I'm taking my mom to the Emmys. You are, yeah, and it'll be nice. She's not going to know what the hell is going on. She doesn't watch any of the shows, but I'm just happy. She's like, I'm just excited to like see what it's like. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that it'll is be, so fun. It'll be nice. That's such a great thing. That's so Tom Cruise of you. <laughs> I think it's a thing. Like everyone brings their mom to a hundred percent. No, that's so great. I feel like that's a really, really good vibe oh, too. Yeah. Like, and then she'll be there when you lose to Brett. Oh my god, and it'll be so amazing. It'll be so amazing. <laughs> she won't know what the hell. She'll she'll just be. She'll Do you be think you're going to lose Keen- to Brett? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, probably. So I would, Bab. I'd be happy to lose to any of them. All, all great nominee category brothers. <laughs> I think that you are going to get nominated every year. No, and a, no. you're going to be Susan Lucci, babe. I and when you win on your 19th nomination, because you'll be at SNL for 19, 19 years, years. Uh, everyone's going to absolutely weep, uh, and they're going to say Bowen Yang, Bowen Yang. The fact that Keenan hasn't won one is <laughs> he's forward. such a legend. But didn't he win an Emmy for writing the song with... Uh, he, he won for writing... So he is an Emmy winner. Him, Chris Redd, and Will Steven are Emmy yes. winners. We love but that. I'm saying for for, for acting, acting. I know. This is a man who can do it all. He should really have like a Hollywood Walk of Fame star, does he? He just did, got He it. just got it. Two weeks ago. You know what? That's why it was in yeah, my head. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. I mean, talk about a deserving person. Oh my God. And upcoming guest on the pod, Jennifer Lewis, also got one. And ah! I got to be there at the uh, ceremony. He sat next to Brandy. I sat next to Brandy. Norwood herself and she turned to me and she said hey and I was like hi I am such a huge fan my name is Matt I'm on the show with Jennifer and she said oh she told me I'm not allowed to watch it unless she comes over with me Oh, and I was like okay God. so you haven't seen it <laughs> but um, well, we're gonna talk we're gonna ask Jennifer next week that you you, you have to go watch the show with Brandy so that she can see Matt I know, well okay so it was so funny because she was giving the best energy she, she had her <sighs> so camera chic. out taking videos of Jennifer and she kept screaming yes auntie yes auntie <laughs> Amazing! I love it. I, I honestly, I, I turned to Vanessa, who was on my left. And I was like, I have to tell you, like, I fucking stand. Uh, like huh? since, since, oh the, my, since, since never, I mean, say never sitting up in my room, sitting up in my room since the beginning, since the Moesha. I mean, thank God they put Moesha on Netflix too. Oh, they the did. Uh, yes, I used to fucking. Take Moesha to the damn head yeah, no. after school. Brandy is a talent. Oh my and God. And one of the best singers yep. in, in modern history. But I mean, when she sat down next to me, I was like, I really was living my life. And she was giving the best vibes. And I, I didn't know that she was close with Jennifer, but Jennifer is that vibe. Is, of, she's, a, she's a hub in the wheel. Yes. Yeah. And Debbie Allen gave one of the speeches. Uh, it was amazing. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Debbie, yeah. Mark Shaman and Debbie Allen wow. gave the speeches because Mark Shaman is like one of her best friends. Wait, did they work together ever? They did actually. So from way back in the day, you know how Jennifer started was, and she'll talk about this when she comes on the pod, I'm sure we'll ask, but she was one of Bette Midler's backup singers. Oh my God. Yes. That's how she got her big break. So she wow. was like touring with Bette.
1: And like, then, like
0: 70s, 80s Bette? Like 80s like, Bette. I love 80s Bat. Mm-hmm. She's got some great fucking songs. Yeah. And if you read Jennifer's book or listen to the audiobook uh-huh, even better, uh-huh. The Mother of Black Hollywood, and she's coming on to promote her new book, which is called Walking in My Joy in These Streets. Love it. Um, oh, my God. Which, by the way, her publicists need to send the book. Yeah, I would love to read it. We have to read it before she comes on, please. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, we read the book like Sonny Hostin. Well, I, I write the book. read the book. Yeah. Which, by <laughs> the way, did we tell the readers in the Katie's that I did that impression for her? Yeah. No, we didn't. I don't think we did. So when we were when we did the view, <laughs> Bowen literally says to Sunny, "Matt does an impression of you." I didn't say that. You I, did. I you, you, did. you did. You did. Oh my god. You were like Matt does an impression of you, and she turned to me and she's like, "Well, what is it?" <laughs> and I said, "Well, I read the book." She loved it. Yeah, she loved it because laughed. we had just talked about how she we can reveal was the only one that watched the movie. She watched the movie. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah. I, think, I think I think Anna was. I don't know if Anna watched the movie. Anna, Anna was just like oh, so excited about Margaret Cho. Yes. Anna was like, we said Margaret Cho and she lit up. Yeah. And yeah. then Whoopi was, didn't watch the movie, but was very supportive she of it. She was so supportive of it and very excited that Joel had written it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Whoopi said many times how important it is to create your own work. And she is, of course, the solo show icon, self-starter. Yep. Number uh, one. The fact that that still like, like gets, gets her. Mm-hmm. Like that, just the concept of someone being a self starter, like the way yeah. Joel is, like that's 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 amazing. Yeah, she was beaming off camera about it. She really was. Yeah, we got we we did like a little reception mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. night. That was fun, and she was so effusive and mm-hmm. so nice to us. And yeah, like this. She she just she's not strayed too far from her values. I would say no for 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 the length of her career. Anyway, no. She um, her principles are still there, which are like you know you got like you have to make it happen for yourself. Like, yes. And then she said something interesting. She's like she goes because they're not checking for us. And then some, I think someone maybe it was Sarah said, well they're checking for you. And then Whoopi goes, but never first. Oof. And yeah. that just to know that like you know Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg, yeah. Oh my God! Right. Anyway, okay, <laughs> Jennifer Lewis. Oh, I was talking. So we were start. We were talking about soaps, and were you transitioning into Housewives? Yes. There's much to say. There's much to say. There's so, much to say. We're recording this episode before we get to Aspen, which is like Beverly Hills is about to really pop off. Apparently, in Aspen, but I want to say something, yeah. and I want to direct it at Lisa Rinna. Oh, who I've always, you know, sort of appreciated yes. as like the fun villain of the show, sort of getting conflict. She keeps saying on the show that um she's getting herself give cutting herself slack and giving herself quote unquote grace because her mother just passed yes, away and yes. I have all the sympathy in the world for Lisa Arena for the death of Lois. She seemed like an incredible woman yes. and I know they had a close relationship. This is just a global note I have for everyone in the world. You cannot use your grief as an excuse to treat people badly. And I think it's gross. It's it's, a, it's an organizing principle for her right now or, or uh, when they were shooting the season because I would say her instinct a lot of the time is to dominate. Yeah. And so I think that's what's happening because I'm actually watching, because you and I are both re-watching season four of Potomac. Love. And Karen's parents died within six months of each seven months of each mm-hmm. other. She is deeply grieving. Yeah. And I would say she does not give herself carte blanche to like, Be monstrous to people because Lisa is. Can I say Beverly Hills really bummed me out this season overall, and I'm not. I'm saying past tense because it's almost there's a lot of bummer. I just think no one's like no one's really like no one's really that sympathetic, or at least no one is that like person to me where I can be like, well, at least I like them. Where I'm watching, whereas I'm watching Potomac now, past seasons. And even like I rewatched the season six episode where Wendy pops off at Giselle and Robin. Yeah, and I'm like, see, I love the show because, I and I've said this before. Baseline enjoy all of them as people. Yeah, even Giselle when she fucks up, like she's still really funny. She's still so funny, and yeah. I'm like, and I was talking to some people. When I was posting uh, about Potomac on my Insta stories, like, overall, best vibes of any city, of mm-hmm. any franchise. In, in my opinion. Yeah. But, anyway, Beverly Hills, I'm like, God, each of them are a little, just are just a little, like, gross to me. You know, the thing is, like, and here's the deal. It's like, <sighs> Z-Way tweeted this, and I thought that it was very apt. So, essentially, all these women are characters on a television show. yes. And Z-Way said... The reason why Lisa Rinna is not working on this season is because her character is not grounded. She has no motivation. Mm-hmm. Like, she'll be in one scene and apologize and say, I have to get over some things and I know I'm being out of control. Right. And then in the next scene, she'll be a complete monster. And then or in the, in the scene, same scene. Yes. After she broke down at the tooth- homeless, not toothless party. <laughs> she fucking, sorry. She, like, she breaks and, down. I, we have to pause. pause. Homeless, <laughs> not, not toothless, toothless. That eight minutes of TV was iconic. It does make the whole season worth it. Oh, please! It, there was <laughs> n- it, it honestly harkened back to Ugly Leather Pants. Yeah, like Home oh, is not. Better th- it's, be- it's better than Ugly Leather Pants to me. I'm just saying, like in terms of a sequence of television, these women dressed up for a disco party for to celebrate a, ro- a like arena beauty launch for the second time right. like them dressed up in this garb arguing about the title the, of a charity the order if it's toothless not homeless or homeless not toothless and it's just them all of them saying it over and over again and it's 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 literally christin a horse like they just keep saying it and so it gets funny and then unfunny and then funny again and it's so insane to me homeless not i'm sick of it and then i love it and then i'm sick of it and it's it's incredible homeless not toothless and then i have to say i i've said it so many times that i did go to the website and almost make a well there you go but then i found out they like have like a bad they have like a bad rating from like there you go charity (laughs) charity. charity. charity.com or whatever those two reps at the dinner were so funny that was us. <laughs> that, was us. <laughs> that was us. That was very us watching. I think they are playing Flotsam and Jetsam. Oh, in the 100%. They both I mean, those, <laughs> ultimately, those ladies just silently just like <laughs> Just like, and then I loved in the last episode when they were like, Dorit was like, you guys can leave. Like, you don't have to sit here. And they were like, we don't know if we want to leave or want to stay. Like, this is wild. And then Melissa Etheridge coming out. Oh can my you fucking God. imagine? Like, Garcelle was absolutely so bummed out that G- Melissa Etheridge had just listened to them scream. Yeah, Or maybe she didn't. Was She She was not under the fucking cloth the whole time. She wasn't under the cloth. Kathy was I'm like, sure was she, she, she under the cloth? <laughs> and I did stand when Kathy said, I've worked with the homeless. Worked I've with worked the- with <laughs> the toothless. <laughs> I mean, as uh, Gawker did a great <laughs> article, I think it was uh, Kelly Connaboy. it's time to press the factory reset button on Kathy. It's it's tough. We're going to see how this, the rest of the season turns out, but I will say it was shocking to watch Watch What Happens Live when they played that game, which was setting her up to fail, but she did fail, which was, <sighs> do you know this person? And they showed a picture of Lizzo, and she winced at the screen and said, I can't see it. Who is that, Precious? And then some people said... Well, she probably thinks it's Precious Lee, the model, who, like, does bear a resemblance to Lizzo. But I think that's reaching. I don't reaching. think Kathy knows who the fuck I that is. I think she was trying to make a joke. joke and was, you know, it was racist. When you tell someone, I don't know, it's like it's like Emperor's New Clothes. It's like when you sort of, like, kind of love or celebrate someone for being, like, I don't know, like, ignorant, out of t- ignorant and out of touch that way. Yeah it's it's setting them up for something awful I mean the 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 thing is she was not celebrated for this one I mean she was dragged on Twitter and even issued an apology and she said in the apology like my eyesight is bad my eyesight is bad no, but that's not the point no, that's I mean not that. so we will see how this goes with Kathy because apparently something major happens with Kathy Hilton and Aspen oh that's right where Kyle freaks out at her but did you see? So sometimes in the edit, they hint at this stuff. So there was a moment in the last episode of Beverly Hills where she's talking to someone and she says, you know, Rick, her husband, says to me all the time, you have to be careful what you say because if you say the wrong thing, you're canceled. I saw that. that. And you have to wonder, why was that in the episode? Because they're probably hinting that something is about to happen. Mm. Because they just took that snippet of casual conversation and put that in there. That's like that kind of politically says something about her mm-hmm. and yeah. you remember that scene where diana says to garcelle you are the coldest of the bunch i feel like i can't get to know you and garcelle's like what are you talking about mm-hmm. and then kathy laughs when Rina starts to get involved you could see Rinna and erica decide that kathy is the next on their list i think to, because, tar- to target yeah because kathy laughed at them because she thought they were being as stupid as they were being. Yeah. I, I'm i so over Erica Jane. I, 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 me and Pat Regan share, have this in common. Never really Erica fans to begin with. I always liked Erica. And then when everything happened, I was like, I actually, at the beginning, I remember when we had Cecily on, uh-huh. Cecily was very pro Erica, Erica. I which, wonder what she is now. I don't know. I, I would love to talk to Cecily about this. Hmm. But I can't imagine that Cecily being the rational person she is and very like, nuanced in her thinking when it comes to housewives and things in general that she can sympathize much longer with the whole Erica situation. Mm. Just the behavior is so rotten. It's and, not good. And like the, that moment, I mean, you want to feel bad for her, but then I go, oh, she's also just a monster where she's like, look at this. I don't want to be here. I don't want to, I'm going to have this life. Look at my life. I don't want Meanwhile, this. she's living in a fucking like, yeah, like, truly a villa in like, like truly Hancock Park. You're not like, yeah, you're fine. She's she's acting like fucking Fontaine up in here. Yeah. She acting as, she's acting like Fontaine. You'd think she was Fontaine. Toothless. Bald. Homeless. <laughs> to- Fontaine was homeless, not toothless. Yeah. Homeless and toothless. <laughs> That's really culture. For number 100. Fontaine was homeless and toothless. And toothless. <laughs> Jesus. Literally. <laughs> Mama had to sell her teeth. For pennies, I can't think about Fontaine. I'll get too sad. No, if I get into Fontaine, honey. Oh wait, all oh, the tears oh, are coming. The tears are coming. You want to know something? I'm getting really what, emotional girl? about just life in the world. I look at my damn nieces. Oh. I, I turned a corner with my nieces. Not, that, you, I, not that I was ever like anti-niece. <laughs> well, I remember when you hated your nieces? You never hated I never your hated them, but I, I was kind of like Ellie's being a little like she. In, in, well, her, in her terrible twos, Ellie was being kind of. And she was stressing out my sister and my brother-in-law, and I felt sorry. Children you know, are hard to love in their terrible twos, period. Period. Children will listen, and children are hard to love in their terrible twos. Oh, honey, the way I'm going to see Into the Woods again on we Tuesday. We need to talk night. about it. Can you go off? Okay. But talk about your nieces. Well, first, I just. This I, is Into the Woods. This is. This sort is. A, this, of this leads into, into Into the Woods. And I look at them and I just go, oh my God. Careful the things you you say, children are sin. I just think they're so wonderful and I believe they are the future. Well, they're so, I will say again, and I I don't like to just boil kids down to their looks like this because I know that can be damaging, but these girls are stunning. I vowed to never comment on their looks. Until they're gay uncles. Until they're like 16. And then be like, "Hey, hun. I know I've never said it before. Slay. Like, Mama, you're stunning. Mama, slay." <laughs> I just, you've been slaying since you were born. <laughs> they are well, you know. I just I'm more and more aware of the fact. Like, like I, I like I was at home with my sister, my brother-in-law, the nieces, and my parents, and like it was really nice to have everybody there, and was able to like appreciate like it was it was nice for every I, instead of reverting, which mm-hmm. I usually do when I go back home, like a lot of people do. I we all were just able to focus on the girls. In some way, at least, which was nice, yeah. and appreciated my parents and their parenting, and appreciated my sister and the way she parents. And then mm-hmm. I just think that I, it made me understand and remember that children absorb the emotional environment they're in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, like it sucks that they're growing up in a time where everything is, uh, yeah. is terrible. I mean, um, when do you think your sister will tell the girls that you're a sodomite? I think. Tomorrow, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna call her tonight and say, you hey, say, text hey, the day. mama, tonight is the night, <laughs> the night. Tell the girls, <laughs> I take it in butt style, the butt. Erase, erase, send. erase, erase, erase. But butt style, style. Send. 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 I take a butt style, send, send. And then you throw the phone like this, uh. done. <laughs> and you go, ah. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay, Joshua, Henry, Pippa, Sue, Sarah Barella, Okay, and what is Mil- with Pippa Sue? Are we are we calling her Pippa? Cause her name is Philippa. Her name is Philippa, but she goes to she goes to most people. She she goes. She turns to me. She goes. You can call me Pippa. Seriously, she did that. Yeah, me. Because I know. That you, did you actually meet her? Yeah, I've met her multiple times. Oh my god! What but, a slay... I, I I DM'd her like a freak. I'm oh she my ever god, saw no. It. She uh, she has to understand the impact she's had on culturistas on Las culturistas. Even she should come on. She she's, she's got to come on. She is. I also fucking stan her husband. Oh my God, he's! Amazing. Did you see Bridges? I never saw Bridges. Oh, I heard he was amazing. No, this was like it was giving capital L, capital M leading man. Yeah, no, like Broadway voice and fucking just stacked. No, I know. He's, oh my God, it's crazy. You're like that's a star. Yeah, handsome man, amazing voice, amazing actor. You're like this is unfair. The Tony snub that was should have been heard around the world for Bridges. Oh my, god, it was egregious. Mm. It was horrible. This was back when I was like still. Like I like wasn't seeing that many shows because I just like didn't have it like the instinct to like buy tickets. Biggest regret stuff. I have about my time at NYU. Oh, and I know I, so I, I you, never I never saw shows at NYU. Do you understand the discounts that we could have? Gotten? I know it's crazy. I remember our freshman year, like the thing, the thing to do, like orientation week was to go. Everyone went to go see in the heights. Yeah. Like they would take like huge, like busloads of freshmen to go see the Was it hike. in the heights or was it Spring Awakening? It was. No, we missed Spring Awakening. Or no, maybe it was Spring no, Awakening. No, it was Spring Awakening because you want to know what? I did see Spring Awakening, Ugh, welcome week. So jealous. And it was, I remember I sat next to this guy, Luke, that I had a, cru- a major crush on. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I'm flashing back. And I was out, not in the closet. Yeah. I was in the closet. And I remember there's like the scene, Word of Your Body, the reprieve. Oh my God. Where such it's a like hot the gay song. scene. And I swear to God, I was. Bursting out of my yeah, pants. And yeah. I could feel like the energy from him next he, to me. He and I was just you, like he was giving you some. Uh, no, he it was just like we were sitting there, just like both like wow. fucking bursting, Freshman but year. so closeted. Yeah. And that could have been so fucking oh hot. Oh my god. And I just watched this happen on stage and was just like that's like a formative memory. Yeah. Like yeah. sitting there, like <sighs> listening to these gays sing to each <laughs> other. I by the way, I think it was Blake Daniel. Oh my god, Blake. I think it was. Uh it might have been anyway. We know so many Ernsts. <laughs> we do. You we know, so many bottoms that play Ernst. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we fucked up, and you we need to up. be seeing more. I do need to be seeing more. I feel like I, I feel like this season, I've 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 gotten to see wonderful shows. We'll give more of your take on Into the Woods. It was fantastic. Yeah. it's it's a it's a foolproof show. I was talking to Cole Scolo about it, and they mm. were like, it's. I was like, it's a basic answer, but it's my favorite song." mean, They were like, that's not basic. Oh, 100%. They, they go, it's, it's a foolproof show. You, it can ne- you, you can never go wrong with it. And then I said, what I realized this time watching it was, because I'd only, this is my first time seeing it live, because I'd only seen the PBS recording mm-hmm. with Ber- with Bernadette. Likewise, and, yeah. Um, and I realized, and this is, again, like a very very basic thing to understand about the show, because people have known this for decades, but it's a show, it's an impactful show because it's a show about impact. It's a mm-hmm. show about... You know, children will listen carefully. Consequences. Meetings. Consequences yeah. and everybody getting what they want and then it all falling apart. Like, you know, it's. Just such a good show, and this this production was so perfect. I, I I do regret not seeing it at City Center, but I just loved the the ensemble of this one. Patina was incredible. Mm. Sarah was incredible. See, that's why I'm going again. Because you didn't get to see Sarah, but you got to see Philippa, Pippa. I did see her. And she I, honestly nailed the physical comedy. I didn't expect the comedy. I I don't know. What, I think it's because oh, you want to know what? I actually have not seen her on stage because when I saw Hamilton, I think she had either just left or took she, off. That well, night. I just missed her. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't see her, and I did see all the original cast. Mm-hmm. Shout out Lynn manuel Shout out Lynn, who can come on. Oh, pl- Lin- Lin- open doors. Lynn listens. Lynn's Lin- Lin- a Katie. Well, Lin at least listened to the Global Songbook episode, because Lin, Lin loves the song Dancing Crazy by Miranda Cosgrove as a result <laughs> of us putting it on the list. Which means he listened for, I think that's like in the middle of episode two, of, this, of part two. And I, so he contacted me and told me this and i said to him lynn it's amazing to hear from you congratulations on satisfied making the list i want you to know that bowen and i used to perform satisfied at the duplex duplex, and we'd be announced as renee and And elise Elise goldsberry Goldsberry. remember that i do remember that so well i i oh my god two amazing comedians renee elise goldsberry philippa sue who knew who knew Oh, my God. You got to you gotta do it all if you're on Broadway. You got to do it all if you're on Broadway. It's actually relocation <laughs> number 50. You, you got to do it all if you're on Broadway. Broadway. I'm telling you, there's, an, there's a YouTube clip of Audra McDonald on the Tony Awards performing a number from 110 in the Shade. Um, I, it's called Raunchy. She does an aerial flip. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. Get onto YouTube right now. Watch the YouTube performance of Raunchy from 110 in the Shade. Audra McDonald does an aerial flip. And remember that she's Audrey McDonald, who has Audrey McDonald's voice. Understand that she also can do an aerial flip. You gotta do it all. She can Broadway. do aerial flips. Sing fucking Porgy and Bess. Fucking be on private practice, do Shonda Rhimes. Forget it. Forget it. Also, she once played the beggar woman in Sweeney Todd. Amazing. That's your favorite Sondheim. It is. And I know that I've actually had the opportunity to see Sweeney Todd so many times, because actually there's that Iconic production they they did a few years ago where I believe it was Carolee Carmelo played Mrs. Lovett um and I didn't get to go in like a small space too mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. it was like somewhere in the East Village it's like a really tiny the mm. Barrel Street Theater oh great um that would have been iconic and the the gag was they served like actual pies right. while you watched so fun Ugh. but I want to see Sweeney Todd done on a big scale yes because you've, you've it's such a big show and I want to see like I want to see big sets I want to see like. A throwback to like the original production. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um because I believe Sweeney Todd is like it's a masterpiece. Yeah. And I, I've said on the pod, but I'll say it again because it bears repeating. There's a concert version of Sweeney Todd that has Patty Lapone, George Hearn, no Patrick Harris, at all, mm. And it is a stunning production and it's on YouTube. Amazing. I I haven't seen it. I should I should see that. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too,
1: keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring, with access to over 6 million active hourly workers... kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the
0: Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's Funniest Night Out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow... So could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft will supply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. Neil Patrick Harris has done a lot of Sondheim and a lot of concert lot. versions. Wasn't he Bobby for company? Yes, he was. Yeah. And he also just did the baker at the um, city yes. center encores. I heard he was great. Um and he did he was uh Toby in this Sweeney Todd. Yeah, he's wow. he's, he's Just quite good at Sondheim. Very good at Sondheim. Um He's a very clear voice. Yes. Yeah, he's a good he's a great performer. I gosh, I've I've missed so much Sondheim in the last few years. I missed Assassins. Oh, Assassins um, is is really underrated. I mean, but the Assassins was at City Center, and um, mm-hmm. Aaron Markey as Ugh. fucking... Squeaky? Squeaky. Oh, that's I heard it was iconic. They probably were unbelievable. Of course they were. And then... Um, the original Squeaky, by the way, Annie Golden. Yes, Annie Golden was amazing. in Into the Woods. Oh my God, yes. she was so good. As the giant's wife. Giant's and wife other parts. and grandma and yeah. um, the tree. The tree. Uh, I... There's... I, you know, and it's it's, it's, it's oh, sorry I'm jumping all over the place, but then like it made me think like it's lost Colch. such a shame that there are no great film versions of, of of Sondheim. But maybe Merrily We were Along, Richard Linklater might be good, but we're not going to see that for another like you know 10, 20, 20, years. twenty years. Yeah, I mean we'll see. I mean it's got great talent, but I think here's the thing about the Sondheim movie adaptations. I think Sweeney Todd the movie. It's fine if you know absolutely fucking nothing about the original musical. Unfortunately, you're going to come, if you you know and observe culture at all, you will come with an understanding of it and you'll see that it's not cast well and that it's dumbed down musically. And I'll say this, you know, I stand Helena Bottom Carter, but if you can't understand the words that Mrs. Lovett is saying, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And And Johnny Depp is Johnny Depping too much. I love Johnny Depp in it. I know that's unpopular I know. to say. I liked him in it a lot. No, it's... Yeah. I, I thought he matched the tone okay. that they were going for. Okay. If we're going to do a Tim Burton, Sweetie right, Todd, right. I think Johnny Depp was good. Do you think it's somewhat dissonant to have like, I guess we'll call him like, a tourist director with like, fucking paired with Sondheim? It's like, I feel like that's that's so... I think it depends. It's... Uh, yeah, I just feel like that's so... Um, What's the word? Like, hyper constructed mm-hmm. like there's too much going on. Yeah. I think people shouldn't be afraid to have this look more like theater. You That's, know what I'm saying? The thing I loved about this production of Into the Woods was it was very bare bones. Yeah. Was was basically the concert version. Right. But with like a few like production elements. Yeah. It felt like they had to make it a quick transfer. Yes. And they did that while still giving it Enough to make it feel like we're seeing a Broadway show that wasn't just like a staged reading. Right, right. But God, these performances. So good. And I want to say, the thing about the Into the Woods movie, some of the performances are really good. Like, I think Chris Pine is a great Cinderella's prince. Yes, very good Cinderella's prince. Gosh, I did think during this Broadway show that the kids really get lost. Little Red and Jack are both like, I'm like, I don't remember a single thing about them. In the Broadway version? No, 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 no I'm saying in the movie. Oh, in the movie? Yeah. When, I, when I was watching the Broadway version, I go, oh, the kids. Oh, no, the girl who plays Little Red in the Broadway oh, version? Oh, excellent. Oh, I, I forget I Julia name. Lester. Julia Lester. Iconic. So what an funny. incredible... She said, annoying girls are back. <laughs> well, but that's the thing about Little Red is that it's hard to not make that grading, for lack of a better word. You have to lean in. You have to lean in and just go for it. Like, it's, it's so... Uh, like mother said, straight ahead. Like it's like it's it's, it's literally to ri- be, yes. Like yeah, grading grading. It's it's that's where the comedy is. Yep. you have to have you have to throw all your vanity away for something like that. And I think the the girl they got for the movie, and I, I I'm sure Lila lo- Crawford. I'm sure she's lovely. I wish her success. I just I don't remember like the, it, there being that sort of vigor to it. No. Anyway, not vigor, but like you know what I mean. Like it just wasn't like. No, fun. I know exactly what you mean. And ugh, and Jack, like I, Giants in the Sky. I was like, let me list, let me go back and listen to the film version of this. I was like, damn, you it's, didn't. It's not it, you it's, didn't feel it. It's just not there. You know, unfortunately, I think that Giants in the Sky, while Jack is a child, and I think it was probably the right decision for the movie version of no. what they were going for to cast a child. Like Giants in the Sky, like there's actually that song is either a huge smash mm-hmm. that that is like really hits cuz it is dense and it's yeah. tough. I mean like cuz he goes through a journey in the song. <sighs> but to have a child performing it, it and especially that kid who's talented. Yes, but is sort of talented. still in that phase of child actor where it's shouty. Yeah. Um one of the best versions of Giants in the Sky is Mandy Patinkin. Oh my god, of course. I love And he's a full grown adult man. But he does he, he sings it in like a pretty high register yeah i mean he he's he's like the tenor no yeah but what i'm saying is like he brings the gravitas to it where it's like there's a world weariness to it and it's and this is what the makes it a hard song and, r- r- and a world you never thought to explore like mm-hmm. it's that's the journey it's like oh he comes back and he's like whoa yeah i didn't realize that this was all like i love that so much yeah it's such yeah. a great distillation of life in one lyric this is what sondheim is great i mean just remembering you had an and when you're back to or makes the or mean more than yeah. it did oh before. Are you, are you kidding? Like, to me, I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Mm. Are you kidding me? And Ooh. you know what? I cannot wait to see Sarah do that number. Oh, my. Tell me about it. Moments in the Wood? Yeah. Oh. I was, I was so, truly paralyzed. No, I no. we were. I went with Patrick Rogers. Mm-hmm. I, I, I cried. Yeah. I was like, God, that's so fucking... When the baker's wife is that, mm-hmm. Moments in the Wood is, whoa. And then she immediately dies I know. after. So rough. It's crazy. The realization and then
1: oh. death. Oh
0: my God. Which is not a spoiler. I mean, not get real. Not a spoiler, get real. Oh man. And then honestly, let's, let's just put some respect. And by the way, this was the gag. So the night I saw it, who was in the audience but Bernadette Peters herself? <laughs> Oh my! I'm God. walking. In, I'm walking in, and literally, this happened. A Katie turns around and goes, <laughs> "I just want to say, I'm I'm a reader." Uh-huh. And I was like, "It's so great to meet you." And then she goes, "You're not gonna believe this, but Bernadette Peters is behind you." I said, "Are you fucking kidding me?" She goes, "No." And I turn around. There she is, smiling, glowing, excited. And then minutes later, I look at the playbill, and Sarah's out. And I was like, "Oh, bummer." Like, Sarah missed, like, Bernadette, Bernadette coming! coming, oh my god. Wow. That's a, that's a great night. So, imagine being Patina. I know. Knowing Bernadette's out there, but then, also, you're Patina with a perfect voice. The voice is perfect. Oh, come on! Oh my god, she was wonderful. So good. She was great. The power that that has. The power, the Patina that that has. And, you know what? Just to talk about these roles in the movie, I thought Meryl, and especially Emily Blunt... Or fab. M- Meryl and Emily were wonderful. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Okay, let's quickly touch base on Potomac. Is there? Yeah. Do, do you think it's worthwhile? I think it's worthwhile. I mean, we have some rumors. Well, did you see a tweet? Because and Candace herself retweeted this. Oh shit! Well, of course she did. That there's re- that the the report is that Candace Dillard Bassett and Ashley Darby are quote unquote the stars of the season because the entire time they've been another quote. Unquote, messy AF. Well, I believe With that. all the co-stars, and I'm going. Yes, well, of course. Give it to me now. I heard I they team it. up. Which I, I love it. I love it. Did you ever think that these two fucking <laughs> mortal enemies, mortal enemies, little little scampy women who we love and adore? <laughs> well, we, these we, beauty queens. We've we've not always loved Ashley. I actually dislike Ashley very much. But actually, the fact that she filed for divorce. Yeah. Makes me go, okay. Well, he wasn't gonna. He wasn't gonna, but she, it took her long enough. Yes. But I'm glad she finally did it. It's one of those things where you're like, well, I, better late than never. I mean, I am so excited if they're, so if excited they're to teaming to watch this up, go I go, give it to me. Give it and to then, me now. Wendy Osefo in interviews as well being like, just you wait. It's worth the wait. We're not getting this until October. I heard this rumor. Tell me. That Salt Lake City is coming in late September. And that Potomac is coming in October. Yes. And I heard that the Salt Lake City trailer, if it's not already out by the time this episode comes out, is imminent. And by imminent, I mean this week. And that it's a good one. Well, I mean, what do you think? John Shaw fucking changes the plea or I mean, pleads, pleads guilty. I mean, I don't know if that will be on the episode. I mean, I, they'll have to figure they have a way to, to put they that in there. To. That's the bombshell of the, the <laughs> all Housewives bombshells here, of all bombshells in Bravo. <laughs> yeah, like I do. You, yeah. I remember that day. <laughs> oh, that was breaking news. It was like when Trump was—they searched Mar-a-Lago. Well, I, I remember the day she was. Ar- I remember the the whole the the um the shuttle day. I remember the like Jen getting arrested day. I was oh, at work. Yeah, no. And yeah, Heidi, yeah, Heidi yeah, Gardner yeah. and I were like, "Did you see this?" Yes. Jen Shaw got arrested. We were like, "Oh my god, Shaw arrested, Shaw arrested, the Shaw arrest." <laughs> oh my god! I'm so excited. And and I, let me just say because there are some Katie's slash readers out there who. Are militantly anti-housewives, wow. and kind of get sick get sick of us talking about it. But can we just say like it is one of the unifying pieces of monoculture that I know of, where I can talk to anybody, most people from different walks of life, mm-hmm. and we get into deep, deep discussions about it. Our friends who were never housewives people before mm-hmm. are finally like getting on board mm-hmm. and are like framing conflict through the show. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's it's a really interesting lens through which you see human, like, relational aggression. You know who we have to have on? Casey Wilson and Daniel Schneider. Yes, absolutely. It's time for it's them time. to come on. I, it's it's long overdue. We actually, for for Beverly Hills reunion slash beginning of Salt Lake, Salt Lake, Salt Lake that's when they should come on. You hear that, ladies? Ladies. Clear the schedule. Clear the schedule. And Michelle wants to come on to talk about Potomac, too. And Michelle Collins has oh an open-door policy. Michelle Collins has an open-door policy. She was on the Today Show co-hosting uh, co-host running the show give this woman a morning show now I said now I said she is just the one of the most magnetic people the funniest boundless motherfucker Yes, yeah, she's so good oh she's my god she's so good I, so, we, need to, we need to have her back someone spilled sauce is still being quoted today you know what's funny she would actually be perfect to take over for Wendy let's talk about this cause you sent me the Hollywood Reporter cover story written oh. by Miss Lacey Rose herself mm. That the, was heartbreaking. The Queen, Lacey Rose. Katie's readers, you have to if well, it's not for the faint of heart. No. But it was what was it, Hollywood Reporter? The Hollywood Reporter, the cover story. Yeah. They did a they did a full piece on the situation with Wendy Williams and Really It's tough. Really hard and um I just oof. I always forget that we moderated her Vulture Fest. Remember that? I remember that. But she was She she seemed vacant a little bit cuz we, we went to go talk to her in her room before just yeah. to like fill her in on like the run of show. She just was like looking at us like Mhm. Great. And then I Kevin, I just, Kevin was there. Oh. Kevin and Kevin Jr were there. Mm,
1: we were, we were in a
0: small room with them. Yeah. And oh my god, that was a weird one. That was weird. We were excited to meet her and then we, she gave us nothing. She gave us nothing. And then afterwards left Without saying anything. I mean, whatever. We weren't expecting like, yeah. I mean, you know what? It was giving, it was giving, I'm off until I absolutely have to be on. Right. And then I'm giving and then I'm done, which I completely respect. Right. Especially understanding more now what it means to be like on a press schedule. Right. And uh, what it means to have to conserve energy. Of course. But do you think, because one of the things in the piece in the Hollywood Reporter piece really remarks on how all of these producers, Mm say that there's no one else who can do what Wendy does, which is sit in that chair and for 20 minutes just talk and have the whole audience in the palm of her hand. I had a problem with that because literally Michelle can. Michelle can, and I was, and I literally, not to be stupid, but I thought of you, I was like, Matt Rogers can do that in his sleep. But I was like, do you think that goes along with her being like off and then, flipping a switch when she knows she's on display or something. I think she's good at what she does. I mean, also you have to remember like, it's like anyone that's like, this is not a one-to-one, but it's sort of like when someone who's much older can recall a story from a long time ago, it's like she has it in her blood. It's in her brain. It's in her fucking like, yeah, deep, deep lobe. This is a woman who ran radio. You know what I mean? Where she's, Trained to talk at length. talk, yeah, and she has the gift of gab. But for her, it's like it's like it goes beyond that. Mm-hmm. And remember, it's like being able to talk for that long and hold court for that long does not necessarily mean you're saying all the right things. Because how many times have we said, "Oh my god, oh my God!" The, just last week, we had to apologize up top. Well, I apologize every other. Every oh, I'm other talking week. specifically about Wendy. Like how oh, many oh, times oh. she said shit that is completely either right, incorrect. Right, right. Completely problematic. Yeah. Unfounded. Right. So she's sitting there talking. And so yes, yeah, she's good at and can do it. And we have an acceptance of like it being she has carte blanche because she's Wendy. Yeah. But like, you know, that's par for the course when you when you're told sit here and talk. You're gonna right. say some stupid shit. Yeah. But I think that Michelle could actually improve on Wendy. Because Michelle can moderate too. Mm-hmm. Michelle Michelle knows how to like guide a conversation because I don't think Wendy was that good of an interviewer that's why like she stopped having guests I mean mm. that's one of the I, I don't think that's the reason why but it's like she doesn't care for it yeah and also dude, I thought this is an interesting part of the article when they said that they had difficulty booking guests because a lot of celebrities hate her because of what she says exactly which she must understand to be a liability I don't know but Michelle okay and this is not to bring this up out of like um masturbation but um Andy Cohen said something really nice which is that he? That was very nice. Someone asked him, like, who would fill in for you if you were to stop hosting Watch What Happens? Or who would be a great gay Who'd late be, night host? A gay late night host. And he mentioned Billy Eichner, and he mentioned you he and me. He did mention us. That was really nice. A very nice. I might have mis- misread that and thought that he was talking about like a, a theoretical replacement, which like I don't think never ever would ever happen. I think if he's going to leave, Watch What Happens Live should then just end. Yeah. Um, But Michelle, like Michelle, would be perfect for that too. Michelle fits into so many. She she can do Today Show. She can do Wendy. Yeah. She can do like these kinds of shows. Yeah. You know. She'd be great hosting one of those reunions. I'm like, that's that's what I'm saying. And I also think having a woman in that. You know what though? I actually think that weirdly enough, because it's Andy and because it's a male energy, I think they defer in a way. It's also their boss. Mm -hmm. So in a way, he is like uniquely set up for that because he operates from a place of authority and also he's just like he's visually and energetically a different vibe than all of them so it's like whenever one of them snaps at him like it feels like oh my god they talk to andy Mm -hmm, that way mm -hmm, whereas like mm -hmm. you know if it were like another woman in that chair or someone who was like on the same level as them like in terms of like just another you know comedian personality Mm -hmm, what have you mm -hmm. they might like Refuse to answer a question or get fresh. Sure, I mean, a uh, yes. A, a counterpoint to that is Nicki Minaj, but she would not do that. Like, she she obviously had a different style, and all the Potomac women were like, "Oh, that's fucking Nicki Minaj." Like, she operates from a place me. of authority because exactly, she's Nicki Minaj. Because she's yeah, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Um. So you would need someone like that yeah. to like keep these people in check. Yeah. These people who think that they are like morally sort of. Superior or yeah. are very self righteous in their way, defensive, yeah. egotistical, all these things. Yeah, why not bring the most egotistical person, yes, Nikki, into it? One hundred percent. I um, mean, someone yeah. who's also going to be able to speak to those women like those women. She's. She, I loved that reunion. I thought it was. I just. I recently rewatched it. Actually, what? If, what was? What did she? What ask? did you think about Eddie following all these booty models? <laughs> to wendy and she yeah. just cracked up <laughs> laughing so funny but then what was the what was like nikki asked ashley something and then uh, she she said you didn't come down there with your breast milk to start some drama child yeah yeah yeah, that. yeah. but then but then, but then uh, i just all i remember is, is lug your, she said lug your breast, lug milk. Your breast milk but then, there, there was another thing that nikki said where she was like yeah like someone says something like was trying to like stall on, the, on answering the question and then they were like oh is it this kind or that kind and then nikki goes Is there any other way? It was because um, she was insinuating that um, Michael Darby was attracted to Juan Dixon. Yes, yes. And then Ashley goes, sexually? And she goes, yes, sexually, is there any other way? way? (laughs) Congratulations to Nikki. She has a number one hit. Amazing. What do we think? I love it. (laughs) I'm going to say this. I love Anaconda. I love Anaconda. I love a song like Anaconda. You know what? I think she had the right idea totally i', because I, I and she, yeah. it, I'm, I'm, first of all, let me also say not not only is this a beehive podcast, this is extremely extremely a barb podcast we I we are not politically barbs because I think there is a <laughs> there is a politic to being a barb at this point like barbs are like completely radical, yeah. And it's, and it's <laughs> barbs are radical. It's actually roller Culture number ninety nine. Barbs, barbs are, are radical, and we 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 acknowledge it. We stand, we stand. But um, we love anaconda. I don't love this song, but also like I I think I'm excited to hear whatever album it's on because I just want Nikki to be fun again, and therefore I want I want Nick. No, I don't even need Nikki to be fun. I just need Nikki to not care what everyone thinks. Right? Like you know you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You get the sense that she's in a she was in a very self-conscious era. I think Cardi really shook her, shook her. But now that we're in a we're in a, we're in a place where there are all of these female rappers mm-hmm. female rappers and MCs who can like directly link their aesthetics and journeys and points of view to Nicki in a way. Yeah. And to like Lil Kim and like and Missy and like the, all the predecessors Queen and Queen Latifah like um, I think Nikki can come back and not be as insecure as she was right in that window when Cardi showed up and it was and it, it, the media made it seem like it was just the two of them. They're all way different. of course. it's it's, it's like not even the same it's it's, it's just Planet, ah, there's no need for it, but also it's it's not their fault. I mean it's it's completely this like insane industry that they're in. yeah, yeah. And also a lot of the ways in which they get spoken to by media. Like, have you ever insane. seen like like Nikki's interviews on like The Breakfast Club? Like the way that Charlamagne talks to her is crazy. I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen enough of the interviews, but I feel like generally, like a lot of the female entertainers who go on that show, like feel like they're feel like they're a little taken to task or something. And I, I don't. I wonder what that is. Well, I think because they are yeah, like, yeah, and, yeah. Well, rightfully or not. Right, I mean, right, like right. it's a little weird sometimes. Like the way that they. What do they do to Nikki? Well, I'm just saying, like, Charlamagne has a little bit... Did you ever see um, the Baited episode? With Charlamagne? No, 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 not Baited. Um, The Z-Way, Z-way episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Z-Way did an incredible episode with Charlamagne, and she, like, shook him to his core. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because he said a lot of fucked up shit about Black women. Right, right, right. You know, and she, like, was pretty much, like, reminding him, like, I didn't forget about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But I think there's, like, a general attitude that he had. Right. I don't know about now. But well, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's grown, evolved, evolved you know, I um, enjoy, I enjoy that he has strong takes. Right. Speaking I of, almost always watch him on a late night show. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, truly like what a, what a career on that man. Yeah. But, um. I think he's hot too. Oh yeah. I would say that speaking of Andy Cohen, like, pr- like, uh, sort of mm-hmm. influenced, I mean, like Zoe always credits her interview style mm-hmm. to Andy. Kathleen, do you understand any of this? Okay. She's living. She's living. Yeah. Are you a reader? No. No. You never knew who we you, were before you, you we didn't came know who in here. Were before here. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. She's like, no. I'm she's like, like, I'm, a, she's like I'm a Grammy winner. She's like, I don't <laughs> listen to these fucking podcasts. <laughs> she's like, I'm not listening to these gay people. Gay people. Just kidding, she didn't say that. No, she did not say I that. I said that. You did. I don't listen to gay people. Yeah. Same. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly yes baby girl and the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go bubbly burst has antioxidant and immune support too keeping us
1: feeling great all day long hey try new bubbly burst snag a job is where america goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over six million active hourly workers Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning
0: film Titanic, you get... Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's Funniest Night Out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Los Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. to get framed, I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I have so many memories. I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. It's time for I Don't Think So Honey, which is our iconic and celebrated one-minute segment on this podcast. Uh, It's 60 seconds of railing against something in culture at large that we... Thing deserves to be dragged. Mm-hmm. I have something. I do too. Okay, great. I love that. I love when we can come together and both have something. I mine's my, my, mine's a little spicy, and it might we might lose some some Katie's after this. But it's, it's, might it's you it's, need it's, to make a public apology. No, after? I actually no. No one will convince me. Well, I'm I'm saying too much already. But you want to go? You want to go? Let's I'll have go you go first. first. Yeah. This is Matt Rogers. I don't think Sony's time starts now. I don't think so, honey. People who go to a restaurant and say, "What do you think between these two things?" to the server and then name two completely different things. It's Not like, helpful. Mama, if you come in and say you want what you think between the sizzling shrimp and the watermelon feta salad it's like bitch and then the server is just like i don't know that's so different like i recently went to a restaurant and i don't think so honey this entire experience with this person who just was like Wanted to know the, like what they preferred between these two extremely different dishes. Was like, it me? And this no, <laughs> and this is like a completely different person than me who goes into a restaurant and has no idea what they want. Oh. Usually, I have some sort of like nature in me that's just like I'm kind of feeling like a protein. Yeah, some people would truly come in there and be like, I don't know what I want, and it'd be completely different. And then you put the server on the spot, Oof. and they're like, I can feel them because I used to be one of them. Where it's like. I don't know between steak and fucking... Even steak nachos. and, like, fish. Yeah, it's, like, they're completely different. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? You don't think so, honey? You don't know so, honey? I don't think so, honey. And that's one minute. Wow. Be decisive in a restaurant. Also, it's just like... I also really can't stand when then they pick something. And they're like, but can it be this instead of this? And this instead of this? And this instead of this? Mama, pick something else on the menu right, then. Sometimes right. I will pick the item on the menu... That even if it, like, is not exactly what I wanted, it has at least the collective package of something I would enjoy. Cause I hate telling someone a server or something to yeah. go to the kitchen and do substitutions and all this stuff yeah. and modulations and modifications on the order because I know you're setting yourself up for failure. Right. Or disappointment or, and this yes. is not to knock anybody who keep it simple, who has to do this out of, out of necessity. Well, yes, but there is a, yeah, there, there, there's, um, there, there, there there's a fine line. I just think it's, to be I like, completely agree with to you. To be like, hey, I don't know what I want at all. What do you like out of these? F- uh, you know what's not? I, I, I don't, I do think so, honey. And would, 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 and would entertain so, honey. Yeah. Like, could you make a recommendation for me? I, I'm, oh. I'm a little Etsy. And then the server can say, absolutely. This is my favorite dish on what the do menu. You, what do you love on the menu? This is what I love. What I used to do as a server is, this is my favorite dish on the menu. Yeah. This is a very popular dish on the menu. Amazing. And they can make the decision there. And then they could say I'm torn between these two things and then if it's like one or the other and it seems like I can understand what area they're right, in right. that's one thing but when it's like a taco or a fucking you know rice dish honey I don't know the uh, the chasm is too big or it's like with cocktails it's like you know oh what's what's a good drink this gin one or this beer it's like honey I, I, bitch what do you want what do you want this um absinthe or this spiked milk. seltzer milk I, girl you want you want a milk you want a fucking uh, mudslide honey or vodka soda i don't know you want diarrhea or to not be that drunk huh. you tell me by the way hun hun horny I, horny by the way um and i i don't usually do this okay but um i did do an anything so honey about flushable wipes oh yeah what tushy sent me a fucking free bidet and they oh, offered to someone to you. They did. And I, I am not home right now, so I, I felt uneasy about having someone. <laughs> you should have send one. Out. I really should. But- I, I, I installed mine two days ago, and it's truly changed my life. I don't know, though, because do I self-install? Is it difficult? It's not difficult. You self-install. It's a little messy and dirty for, like, ten minutes. Ugh. You it's like anal sex. <laughs> there, there's a, you, there, you can throw down a towel if you want Honey. for your knees. Well, Okay. I guess I have to come around to the bidet thing, huh? What do you mean? You, what, what are your reservations about bidets? The thing about bidets that I question is it's like when I use a flushable wipe, like I'm very in control. It's a very manual process. Yeah. So I know everything is, you know, lickety split down there. Right. Whereas with a bidet, it's like, okay, I got water splashed on my ass. That doesn't mean that it's like Honey, excavated. The wipes, the toilet papers, I, I'm still getting dingleberries. Hun, you're not doing drag. You're not dragging out your hole enough, hard enough. Front to back, back to front, side to side, zigzag. First of all, (laughs) am I? (laughs) You need to do this.
1: Okay. I don't want to
0: contribute to the fatbergs. A name I have. I I wake up in a cold sweat thinking about fatbergs. Who who's who? Who did that? Who named in that? I really don't like it. And to think it's collections of fatty. I'm throwing up. It's disgusting. Wait, I just literally gagged. Oh my god, the sewers are so important. I know you said this, and I, I I have to stress, I can't believe that on the podcast Last Culture Reese this, Bowen Yang said, if we lo- if the sewers, sewers go, go, society everything, goes. Everything goes. It's true. Everything goes. And you know, wastewater is now like a huge tool for public health. Huh? The the wastewater, they're they're sampling wastewater to see what viruses are are going around. I'm over it. It's no, it's helpful, <laughs> bitch. All right. It's not it's not our job to go down there. Someone's doing it, and I hope they get paid handsomely. I literally hope that person that, that should be the richest man in America. Yeah, I Whoever agree. is going down there I and mean, being like, yeah, I'll go down in the wastewater to help us out with viruses at all. That should be Elon Musk. Yeah. I think there should be a wealth district, uh, like, you know. Oh, yeah. There should be inequality. We- there should be a huge gap in wealth. <laughs> there should be wealth inequality, but the richest people in the world should be elementary school teachers and those diving into wastewater to find the new virus. Yep, yep. Period. Period. Point. Break. If you dive into the sewer to get water for diseases, you don't pay taxes anymore. No. That should be law. No. That should be one and of you the get, laws. And you get, you get one free super yacht. Where's Joe Biden on that? Come on. Ugh, and fuck. you get one free super, super yacht. yacht. What's a super yacht? It's a yacht that's longer than like a hundred feet. Only a rich they, girl they, knows this. No, no. They did a whole piece on The New Yorker about it, about how like that's, it, it's a way for rich people now to like dump, It's it's like a way for them to like, put all their money in mm-hmm. without like offshore accounts it's like oh well, you just buy a yacht and then like put it wherever it's a way for leo to fit 15 more 18 year olds on oh, his boat they are that young so sad anyway um i have a lot of interesting text right now oh the community's really getting together to text me um mm. <laughs> okay let's do Bo and yang's i don't think so okay. honey, because we got to get over to tai chi i can't wait me neither um, this... We love Thai tea. It's a great, great event. Okay. And let's just say, we didn't get to go, because I was sort of sealed myself in a tomb vocally, but Alaska's oh 1989 God. looked insane. It looked it- the makeup looked on point. So for the readers that don't know, and the Katie's that don't know either... Alaska Thunderfuck has, has been doing, um, for the past year and a half or so, these concert events at three dollar bill where she kind of embodies a different pop star and a different album era um and basically dresses like them but like it's accurate i mean she looked like taylor swift 1989 era it was it was insane. giving Taylor. it was giving Taylor. she did she basically did choreo from the chore she looked exactly exactly like, like her. her and the energy was Really right. Really right. And um it looked so fun. I really. Nick wa- Laughlin produces and yes. choreographs them. Wonderful. Also, did you see uh, Matt Wilkes posted on a story Laguna Blue singing this love? No. Oh yes! Stunning. And then I think someone, I forget who, but someone did an amazing rendition of Clean. Oh. Where I where I went, Oh, this is an amazing I didn't really care for that song before, but then in this I love Clean. And like if it's like of v- if it's someone who, you know, has a vocal power. Mm. not that, not to say Taylor doesn't but like if someone can like give it that heft mm-hmm. I'm like oh damn this is an amazing song you know who does a great cover of Clean who? Sarah Bareilles oh my god and she I think it was like she did like a cover of Clean and beforehand she did like a little video intro and she said she's like I guess it was like celebrating Taylor or something and Sarah Bareilles goes I just want to tell a story about Taylor which is that she was kind enough to invite me to sing uh. a song with her on her 1989 world tour and I, something happened and I couldn't hear myself and <gasps> I bombed horribly. Oh. And I went backstage and cried and cried and cried. Oh my God. And Taylor came back and comforted me and said that how excited she was and that this happens and that she still, and that no one cared and like it was still so great to have me on stage and she made me feel so good. Amazing. And then she covered clean and was Bareilles. I mean, stunning. There you go. I quickly, I want to say this is not an apology, but it's to address something that happened last last episode. A lot happened in this Cody Briggsby episode, but it, it was controversial. Some Swifties seem to think that we side, we were aligning and siding with Cody's anti Taylor no! stance, <laughs> where or we didn't defend her, didn't defend her. She needs no defense. She needs no defense. First of all, second of all, everyone knows where we stand with her. We love her. And she's done incredibly kind things for us, and mm-hmm. we will always be grateful. But it's not transactional in that way at all. No. And we will make the light, stupid jokes every now and then about the private jet while while we can. But of course, we're, we're not gonna like. And actually, if you do, if you actually do more reading on it, it's like um, a lot of a lot of environmentalist groups are like. But it's still not like even for people who own private jets, it's not like incumbent on the, like individual action is not even the thing that has to be like changed like. Even if every private jet owner stopped fly, flying their jets, like we're still like on the fast track to like all this crazy shit happening in the environment. It's a countdown to extinction. But it's no, it's just saying like it has to happen on like a, on like a bigger scale with like fucking corporate shit. Anyway, yeah. um, we we are still very 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 swifty here. Come on, every now and then we yeah. can we can make light of the of the the media narratives that are happening as long as it's not fully ruining her life. This is Bowen Yang's I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Me getting this sty, buying this oh. ointment, and then looking at the label and it's saying homeopathic. Oh. I don't think so honey. homeopathy. The whole thing oh. is fucking bunk. <laughs> How are you going to say that it's more potent when it's more diluted? That makes no scientific conceptual sense. Mm. It's bullshit. It actually harms people. And, and the whole principle of, of it gets worse before it gets better is bullshit. That's insane. Okay? It's quackery. I don't want to hear it. Come <laughs> for me if you want to but it's insane that i get to walk into 30 a Whole Foods and see half of the shit there be homeopathic it's garbage mm-hmm. how is this a three billion dollar thing i don't know oh wait yes i do it's because people can fucking think for themselves you cannot have people pushing homeop- homeopathy on you when every single seconds. scientific study and, and 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 area of research on it is saying that it's inconclusively it doesn't it's actually conclusively not helpful to any treatment. 5 seconds. I it, guess what the ointment didn't do shit. I had to buy the the classic stygel and it's gone. And that's one minute. There is nothing I love more in this world than traditional medicine. I love it. I all this bullshit. Give it to me. Give it to, well, all this crazy shit I hear from people. This guy ugh, this guy was like talking the ear off at dinner one time on a date, being like, you know, uh, one Tylenol pill makes your stomach bleed two gallons of blood. I'm like, that's not Good for you, Joe. I'm like, that can't possibly be true. Congratulations. I'm like, okay. Then give me yours. I have a headache. Because of you talking. Because of you talking, (laughs) sweetie. (laughs) Anyway. Sweet guy. Sweet guy. I have a headache from you talking, sweet Sweet guy. guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my Uh, God. It's so real. And Just... It gets worse before it gets better. Well, then I don't want then it. I don't want it. I want it to get better. Period. No. This isn't chemo. <laughs> it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. If it's chemo, then I understand. Anyway, I, if, if, if there are Katie's out there who are like homeopaths and can't listen to this anymore, bye. Truly, <laughs> I don't care. Homeosexuals. N- is homosexuals. I'm against get out. it. I'm against it. Don't 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 do, homosexuals d- against homosexuals. That's our new that's our homeless not toothless. That, that's our homeless. T- <laughs> 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 Kathleen, do you do you watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Kathleen, you're not a homeopath, are you? Okay, Your so you started you you understand like what homeless not toothless vi- that is. Okay. We well, have her she, you. you did you did you did say that you understood everything that we said. So you lied. And you lied. You said, you, you, said, said, you, said you understood, understood everything. everything that we said. You, you and we talked for did. a long time about homeless not toothless. You're blank. You're you're speechless. <laughs> are you are you a homeopath, Kathleen? She Damn has Damn it. both. Damn it. We uh, we alienated stick Kathleen. to the Tylenols. <laughs> there you go. I love medicine. Period. Some of this ain't medicine though. Fucking putting bee pollen and shit. I don't. Know. The title of this episode is public apology, but the the <laughs> the, the feeling... energy of this episode is we love medicine. I Absolute. took two Tylenol yesterday and they worked like a charm. Honey, well, Butrin tra- changed my life. Honey. <laughs> Prep? I love the stuff. Oh, I just I mean, listen, I sh- I we're about to be on Stradio Lab. Oh we're my actually, god. We're, so Stradio Lab is coming to big money players. Amazing. And we're on their first episode, and they do a shout out segment, and I shouted out Descovi. Oh, we love the I Descovy. love the stuff. I love the stuff. They allow me to have bareback sex. This is an amazing episode. This was so, I mean, it really amazing to be. I'm, this is, yeah, I was just going to say. I pushed for this to be in person. Doug, engineer Doug was, God bless him, um, was figuring it out for us. I'm glad this happened. We should be in person as much as possible. That's what I'm saying. And it helps Doug. It helps Kathleen. It helps the engineers. It really does. Wasn't this such an easy, simple process? Yeah. Well, this will get you a Grammy. Uh, sure. This episode is Grammy worthy. This is Grammy worthy. I would say. I the think, way it was high culture and local. The way we spent time on Sondheim and also
1: Erica and Jane. Erica
0: Jane. I <laughs> we have not done a culture catch up in a while. We haven't. And listen, I think it's very important that we keep doing them because because okay. the calendar is 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 stacked, and I love that. But it I f- is. But sometimes I do think it's important, and I'm not. This is not me like wagging a finger at anybody. I think I love that we get, get you and me. I do too. I think that sometimes when people are like, we love the culture catch-ups, it's like, yes, but also the podcast is about asking guests that are interesting in culture. What was the culture that made you say culture was even having interesting discussions? Yeah. But I also understand that people love what they love. Maybe there will be a new announcement of some more nominees. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> we, we have not discussed this. I'm so excited. Who knows? Oh my God! Maybe we will be maybe sometime before the end of the year. <gasps> maybe sometime before the end of the year, there will be a hundred new categories announced. Oh my God! I'm 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 dead ass excited. Maybe, not saying promise. <gasps> saying maybe there will be an exciting announcement, a nomination special oh for 2022. Oh my
1: God!
0: For an award show in June, a six month award season. It is. Coming almost time to announce new nominees. (laughs) I'm so excited. For an event. Oh my God, I'm so thrilled. The culture awards are here to stay. Absolutely. Put that in the chair. Can I just say, to to close out summer, (laughs) highlight of my summer, culture awards. Yes. And more to come. I would say the actual best moment of the year for me so far was the three and a half minutes that we performed driver's license. Yeah, with Josh Sharpenier and Jackson. That was peak. <sighs> Amazing. And there have been so many incredible moments this year. There have. But my summer we're could have blessed. ended right there. It should have. It should have. And it, <laughs> made it, it did. For me, yeah. Hmm. I hang it up. Hang it up. I haven't had a pleasant day since. Yeah. Well. Until today. Until today. And now we're going to go and drink a vodka soda or two and. Mm-hmm. hmm gallivant. Gallivant.
1: As we always. Get, we, we end every,
0: ep- every episode with a song. song. A big, tall, terrible giant (laughs) at your your door A big, tall, terrible lady giant sweeping the floor And she she gives you food and she gives you rest And she she draws you close close to her giant breast And you know things now that you never knew before Not not till the sky There are giants in the sky There are big, tall, terrible, awesome, scary Wonderful giants in the sky! Bye. (laughs) There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and